Well, uh, we could do it together. Yeah, okay. Super Bowl 55, the Buccaneers did it, welcome everyone, episode 27, or as we're calling it, episode 55, if you like the little thing we've done there, we've got the whole gambit back together, I'm Alex and I'm joined by Kieran, Ian, Tim, Pete, Gary, Phil, Dom, David, Adam, Marianne and Graham, we're all going to be taking you through this one, please remember, go and like this video, hit that thumbs up, it really does help us, don't forget to subscribe and also press that bell so you are notified every time we upload wow let's just get straight into this guys oh actually sorry before we do uh, one thing i do just want to quickly talk about is uh, after the game for those of you who aren't aware because we are a members group we did have a, a very well i say brief i think it was about an hour about four o'clock in the morning after the bucks sealed that victory some of our members went on zoom graham do you remember much about that <laughs> All I can say is my wife came down in the morning and uh, woke me up lying on the couch, <laughs> sent me to my bed and then came up about 10 minutes later holding all these empty bottles saying, seriously, did you, you didn't drink all that? That was a... Mariana, I've got to say, you seem to be having a good time on that Zoom as well. Yeah, a similar story to Graham there. I woke up on the couch several hours later. <laughs> Uh, about I, mean, I didn't get to bed till about five o'clock. I think that was the same for everyone. It was a very, very late night here in the UK, but man, was it worth it. So, as I said, let's get straight into this. Phil, I've got to come to you first. Um, you know, you were there in 2003, Super Bowl 37, when the Bucks won their first Super Bowl. They've done it again. Just give us your thoughts, your reflection on the game, how you're feeling. Well, I... T- <laughs> Somebody said to me today, he said, when do you think this is going to sink in? I said, when my credit card bill comes at the end of the month. (laughs) Uh, And I think that's the best way to describe it. 2003 was great, but this one was, to me, was far, far better than that. Because we, we, this time last year, we were all reflecting on what a complete disastrous season we've had. Here we are, 12 months later, celebrating a Super Bowl win. Uh, My reflections on the game were very much... Uh, we totally and utterly dominate them from start to finish. We, we had, Todd Bowles had a superb uh, game plan for the defence. But as I've been saying all season, my, my MVP of the season, game, don't really care, is Tom Brady. He's brought this winning mentality back to this team. And without him, let's be quite honest, we wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have been there. He has just, he's, he's a quarterback, he's a coach, he's a leader. They all respect him, and it was just so, so evident on Sunday night. You know, and, you know, I, I sit here, I was sitting there thinking about next year. I thought, you know, we could do this again because, you know, it's all down to him. But what a, what a great, great night and superb team performance by everybody, including special teams. Um, but, you know, so it, excellent, excellent. It'll be interesting when we get further on to the show to see what Kieran's uh, grade is for the special teams. Uh, maybe he'll be nicer than this time, but we'll find out later. Uh, David, what about you? What, uh, what, give us your initial thoughts and reactions. I'm still numb. It was just an amazing performance. I think once we got into the Super Bowl, we're really all through the playoffs. Um, you know, we, we were just a dominant force, weren't we? 
And leading into the Super Bowl, I was almost just happy that we got there. But, you know, I'm not used to following a winning team. And, <laughs> you know, the more, the closer we got to the game, you know, the more I actually was an absolute believer that we are going to do it. You look at the team on paper, we clearly had the best offensive line, the best defensive line. We had all the receivers. We had so many guns more than them. We had a better tight end group. Our secondary, you know, we know has developed and shone over the season. And just as the game was starting, I really did believe it. And they did. They just carried it on through the game. It was absolutely believing. We totally dominated them. Um, I've never seen a team. And, you know, the mantra leading up to it for me was defence wins championships. And boy, did that defence play. They were outstanding. And yeah, I mean, it was just fantastic. And also, it was just so great to share the experience with so many Bucks fans. We mm. couldn't get over there, which was a real gut wrench for me and many of you guys and girls as well, because I know a lot of us would have been over there in normal situation. But just having the ability to share the emotions in that game of everybody was just incredible and made it even better, even sweeter. And it, well, yeah, I'm on cloud nine still. If I said that someone uh, within this current group actually tweeted during a Falcons game, they didn't want to see us in the Super Bowl. Who would do such a Who thing? Who would do such oh, a silly yeah. thing like that? Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's one of us on here that says silly things on Twitter, is there? Kieran, <laughs> what about you? Give us your let's thoughts. Not be, let's not be, you know, let's be clear about that. Whoever that was, put their hands up. They did. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kieran, what about you? That, uh, uh, what about you? Give us your thoughts. Okay, just be clear, that was not me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I agree with Phil. This was, this was a fairy tale season. Um, I don't want to sound too much like a media darling, but when I was speaking to Jeff Reinbold... Um, <laughs> Name drop! <laughs> I, said, I said it was destiny, and, and it really was destiny. You know, it felt like it, it, the, the stars were aligned. In, in in the 2003 season, it, you know, we had a season. We'd, we'd made the playoffs before. We were we had the embryonics of a of a of a, of a growing, challenging team. This was seven nine to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, through New Orleans, through Green Bay, and right over Kansas City. Um, you know, it was absolutely amazing. Um, and I just, it, I, I feel best for the players because it's validation on their careers. I feel like they've all got a chip on their shoulder and justifiably because they never get the credit they deserve. JPP being the sole pro bowler is a joke. Levante David, can, we can now know as one of the most versatile backs, uh, linebackers in the league. Devin White is only 22 and you look at, he led, led the team in tackles and, you know, Mike Evans, yeah, you know, on the stat sheet, he wasn't amazing, but that's because the Kansas City Chiefs schemed him out of the game. So for all of those people, they now, they get respect and it's in the history books and it can never be taken away. And I'm just so pleased and proud of all of them. It was incredible as well how, I don't choose the word easy, but it did look easy for us. You know, that scoreline... 31-9, yeah, it, it, I mean, for a neutral, it certainly probably wasn't the most exciting Super Bowl, but I think that's one of the best games as a Bucks fan I've watched, certainly. Yeah, I've got um, a question for the guys then. What, was anyone disappointed that it wasn't a closer game? More exciting? No. 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 That's fine. That's fine. No. No. It was absolutely I'm okay with that. We are unanimous in that. <laughs> Had all the excitement we needed because we were scoring. Yeah. Mm, exactly I, right. 
I mean, Pete, let's just go go through those scores quickly. I mean, great touchdowns were they? Gronk as well. He he uh, he really came into uh, in terms of the passing game. We actually saw him, you know, him and Brady telepathic. Oh, definitely, he came alive in in when it mattered. You know, we've sort of used him. He did that joke about oh, he's coming to be a blocker and comes to the Super Bowl and he scores two touchdowns. Absolutely dominated. But we dominated on, like you say, every position. It was just, it was perfect. So good to watch. So good to, like say, see that connection that they've got actually come alive again. So, yeah, unreal. Yeah, I think for, for like the others, I'm not quite sure it, it's quite sunk in yet. Um, but I, I tried to find just a few words just to sum up the game. And the four words I wrote down was everyone played their part. And I think that was it, wasn't it? Is is that just everyone turned up on on the day, played to the best of their abilities, and yeah, thirty-one-nine is what we deserved. Ian, if I can just stick with that with you for a moment, because something that Bill Belichick uh, said a lot when Brady was at New England was, "Do your job." Do you think Brady brought that element to to Tampa? Well, yes, I, I think you know everything he said, everything others have said about his his kind of leadership and, and motivation skills. Um, I think he, you know, he has brought the best out of everyone. And, you know, as, as we say many times on, on this, uh, this podcast, it's a team game. And, uh, and, and that's, what he's, uh, that's what he's helped br- bring out, I think. He's, he's united the players, united the team. Not that they were disjointed, but he's just, you know, it, it's getting the um, more out the of the, some of the parts. No, I was just going to say that that, that sort of three-man sack was was also one of the big key plays for me, as was the Sioux uh, sack where he just cleaned him up. In, in mm. He was just out in open space. I think Cam Gill was uh, half a step behind him. But that, that was just awesome. The, the key to the game was was the uh, the defence holding them to nine points. Mm. If, you, if anybody on a podcast or in an article had predicted... You were going to hold Mahomes to nine points, no touchdowns for the first time ever. His lowest ever QB rating. Quite frankly, mm. you've been seeing the man in white and men in white coats. A guy, a guy won a three thousand dollar bet at fifteen to one that Mahomes wouldn't score a touchdown pass. Wow, forty-eight grand. He was I mean, nice. I mean, I, I, I salute Todd Bowles because I thought his defensive plan was just perfection. You know, to, to use the speed of our linebackers, uh, it, we did a lot more man coverage as well. I mean, Tyreek Hill, did, he didn't have many catches at all. I think I think their lead their leading receiver was Kelsey of over was it over fifty or sixty yards, and that was it. Yeah, uh, Hill had seventy three yards, seven catches. Oh right, seventy three in the end was it? Yeah, okay. but, but a lot of those garbage time. Mop up time when the game was already lost. Yeah. Indeed, if you look at that, it's only really Kelsey, and he dropped passes early on. Hill did, Hardman, they, they weren't quite at the game early, but don't put that on them. That was down to us and what we were doing to them. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You look at you look at any other game where Tyreek Hill caught seven passes and it's not for 73 yards, it's probably for about 150. Yeah. We kept them short. Mm-hmm. We kept them short. We kept, you know, stayed behind them, kept them short. Fantastic job. I think the whole situation was they, they, we got we rattled them early doors and they just couldn't get over it. And they, they just didn't, they were so disjointed. They didn't look like the Chiefs team I've ever seen. Kelsey dropping yeah. passes and Hill missed that uh, one in when he should have caught, caught it for a touchdown. But they were rattled, totally and utterly rattled. But look at the Hunter. That's Hunter. Hunter. He just said, we got beaten up, basically. Yep. 
Mariana, I'd just like to come to you uh, in terms of key plays also, because um, I thought Leonard Fournette, and to, particularly at the end of the game, his uh, experience in playoffs, getting those yards that we need just to seal the game out, they were really important. Leonard Fournette, as ever, uh, and once again, he's he's sort of my favourite pickup of, of this team at the minute. He he uh, had personally, and and we'll we'll just throw it in there. He would have been my MVP. He ran what about sixteen times, about eighty odd yards. He caught for another 40, 40 odd, about another forty odd or fifty yards. So he had like one hundred and thirty yards combined. Um, and he got that key touchdown as well. So for me, that guy just, he runs with such power and he takes players with him. And what he's enabled us to do is then have Rojo come in and play against defenders that are already beaten up by, you know, Leonard Fournette's power running. So he's given us like a much better run game overall because he's given us the ability then to have a fresh Rojo who's not having to try and pound the rock all the time, which is not really what Rojo is. He's that speed back. So, you know, yeah, Leonard Fournette would have been my MVP in this game, to be honest. Now, Adam, you've also been a big cheerleader of the running game as well. That one-two punch with Fournette and Jones, um, you must have, uh, I don't know, give me your thoughts on that. Important for us in terms of getting that win? Pivotal. You just know, like I've said it loads and loads and loads of times on the podcast, if you can get those two guys running, they don't know where, they don't know what angle they're coming from. Every time we've rushed more than 24 rushes, we've won. So just, it goes, the statistics say, if you establish that run, you're going to win the game. I got a slightly different favourite play. I loved the Winfield play that resulted in that 15 yard flag. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Literally waited for him to get up off the floor, looked him in the eyes, and went, That's right. <laughs> Unbelievable play. The, the, best, the, the yeah. best taunting penalty I think I've ever, yeah, I've never been happy to see us a penalty, get a penalty, but that one, loved it. In the Super Bowl, you can't backflip into the end zone and not expect a bit of karma come back around with the shape of this. I will say, fair play to Tyreek Hill because he took it as well. He didn't get up and get into Winfield's face. He did take it. Yeah, he's already done. (laughs) When you can't get as well, he was great, wasn't he? Who saw you, David? Ryan Jensen. Oh, getting in their face again and drawing the penalties. Yeah, a big 15 yard run as well that was really tidy on a big touchdown drive. So, yeah, I love seeing Brady up for it as well, getting into it. Yeah, telling telling Matthew, you know, I'm going to get this touchdown. I tell you what, you tell and then he threw it to AB right in front of him. Yeah, you don't very often see Brady smile on the field. He's always very serious. But when Jensen drew that penalty, he had a grin from ear to ear, didn't he? Yeah, he did. (laughs) I mean, another thing I thought was quite important in terms of a play as well, um, and uh, I want to give Mahomes credit first on this, because, yes, we shut him down, but the way he extended the plays and still managed to get some of those throws off, I thought was just outstanding. He's going to be incredible to watch uh, during his career. But uh, I'm going to go back to uh, Will Goldstone, a favourite of ours here at Butch UK. And Will got through uh, the line at one point and 
he managed to trip Mahomes up. As Mahomes was falling over, he makes the sidearm throw, which should have been a touchdown. Now, thankfully, it hits the, uh, his receiver's helmet and bounced off. That, I mean, uh, that was quite late on in the game, wasn't it? But still, a key moment there that they couldn't quite get into the end zone, not just on that occasion, but many occasions as well. I think that's that was almost record. the best incompletion of all time, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> It didn't matter in the game by that point. No. But we would all stood up and applauded Mahomes' skill yeah. for getting that ball down there. It was phenomenal. But again, nah. the defense was all around the receiver. There was a good chance that ball, he would have been hit in the air and maybe not completed anyway. Ian, you want to come in there? Look, guys, we cannot leave this any longer. Ryan suck up. He hit his season-long 52-yard field goal to put us up 31-9 and, and beyond being touched. So, so let's not forget Ryan Suckup. Um, but I want to f- share with you another favourite moment. It wasn't a key play as such, but sometimes a favourite moment can be what a commentator says. So my favourite moment was... Well, one of my favourite moments was in the last couple of minutes when Devin White got his interception in the end zone. And the commentators said, in respect to the Chiefs, that's one last indignity. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't that just sum it all up? Yeah. One last indignity. Yeah. Now, uh, said the dagger's in. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Now, uh, during the game, some of our members uh, took part in a Buccaneer video, uh, and this was all thanks to NFL UK. We had a great time, so thank you ever so much. And we thought that if you hadn't seen it, you might like to have a quick look at it. So for the next few moments, sit back, relax, and enjoy looking at our journey, the Bucs UK's journey through the Super Bowl. It's three hours to kick off. We've got the snacks all sorted out. We've got the go. That's the one. Come on, Bucks. Now the Buccaneers ready to leave the locker room. for the ages people only remember the winners and we've gone down in history as the winners all those years of her and we've bloody done it anyone else got a favorite moment or play i think it's still just for me it's Devin white cut that catch yeah. at the end, that interception at the end that just sealed the game at that moment we all had that moment throughout the game where we thought the Chiefs going to get back into this somehow because we're so used to the, the Bucks being that way that they they slip up at some point. And even towards the end of the game, you, you still felt like there was going to be that one moment. And then 
him getting an interception just just put it to bed, and you'd thought, nah, that's it. So it's that's definitely like, well, over now. This was my secret prosecco. If it all started going wrong, but it didn't go wrong. <laughs> I didn't, didn't need it. Open the bottle, so it was... I, I, do, I do just want to go back to what Tim said at the beginning of this segment where uh, he said about uh, he couldn't highlight one moment. I, I completely agree with what you're saying there, Tim. But for me, yeah. one thing that does stand out in my mind, and I think it was in the first quarter, was when JPP batted down a Mahomes pass. Because from that moment on, we just looked in complete control. And I think that really helped settle our defense. Uh, and for me, I mean, I wanted to say very early on, and uh, David, Kieran, uh, Phil, Adam, and Pete can back me on this because I went onto the WhatsApp group and said, Can I say it? Referring to, I want to say that we win the game in the second, we were going to win in the second quarter. I was told no. But I really felt we set that tone so early on and we were so comfortable throughout. Can't jinx it. Can't jinx it that early. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, 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 the tone was set by that front four and the constant pressure. Not just the starting front four. It's been referred to Golston. You even saw Steve McClendon 20 yards in the backfield. Yep. Oh, chasing him about, the definitely. Uh, there, was a, there was a police report that Mahomes was seen being chased by Sue and Levante <laughs> David down Dale Mabry <laughs> in the third quarter. <laughs> But the thing is, we didn't even have to rush with extra linebackers. The front four were doing all yeah. the damage on their yeah. own. Five, five blitzes all game. That's all it was. And in talking of it being jinxed, it was jinxed from the coin toss. The, the coin toss winner has now lost seven Super Bowls in a row. Whoa. There we go. I mean, but sure, but it's surely because, uh, I mean, I, I, we were safe from the get-go because Brady has won, I think it's his first, uh, last five Super Bowls wearing white. That's Brody all we know. Yeah. That's all we need to know. Uh, Dom, uh, you've been rather quiet during this section. Sorry. Any key moments or favourite moments for you? My favourite play was the same as one of Gary's, which is when Sue hit Mahomes from his blind side and he saw Cam Gill coming. Honestly, I must have watched about 50 or 60 times. I can't stop rewinding it. And he sees Gill coming. And you can see he's just about to do one of his little sidesteps. And then, bang, he almost broke him in two. So much so. And he's good at protecting the ball. He almost dropped the ball. He just, well, he did. Then managed to get it. I love it. I loved it. Break him in. Sorry, I won't say it. Break him in two. I mean, in <laughs> fairness, the biggest play when Chiefs had the ball was the screen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he certainly he certainly made it to the end zone before the Chiefs did, didn't he? <laughs> it was down by contact at the two. Oh, he, yeah, he slid under, didn't he? That was yeah, yeah. Thing, it was yeah. down by contact by the two, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the ten. <laughs> Now, we've already briefly mentioned about Bucks MVPs, but let's go into a bit more detail now uh, about this uh, lady and gentleman. Um, Ian, uh, I want to uh, talk to to you first. Um, The defence, and and you touched on the the defence already uh, in the last part of the show. Um, Something else that Tony Romo also said is he felt that the uh, MVP trophy should be split between the defence. So, how do you pick one player for this MVP? If you can, how do you do it? 
Well, I think in terms of of defense that you mentioned, you just can't name a single player, can you? I mean, even players we haven't even touched on yet, Vita Veo and and Domakinsu, just played so well in terms of that interior line. So, I I refuse to be drawn on a, a an MVP in terms of, of, of the de- of the defense because it's 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 just not possible. What, what if uh, I said if you don't pick one, you're off the show? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll 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 use that to switch to the opposite side of the ball uh, and, and talk about the offense. Um, I mean, my MVP was so nearly Joe Haig, but obviously he dropped it, which was a <laughs> a bit of a shame. Um, but it's been mentioned before, um, MVP for me, avoiding the, the kind of very obvious, it would be Leonard Fournette. Um, he has really turned up in, in, in the playoffs, uh, big style, and particularly in, in the Super Bowl. Obviously, he ran for, for 89 yards. Um, but I thought it was an absolute key touchdown he got, which took us to, to uh, 28-9 up, which was the 27-yard run. Fabulous block from... Ali Marpet as part of that. Um, but also, you know, Fournette has been criticised in the past for his catching ability. And we all know how important to Brady a pass-catching running back is. And he caught four catches, I think, for 46 yards. So, you know, it, it was, you know, someone that really upped his game for the playoffs and in particular for the, the, the Super Bowl. So, Leonard Fournette for me. I think he's been carrying that massive chip on his shoulder from the Jags letting him go. Mm. That was just a chip that he's come into us and gone, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show them what they're missing out on and what other teams have missed out on by not, you know, not stealing me. Did anyone see uh, if anyone's on Twitter, did anyone see the dig that he did have at the Jaguars for releasing him? So uh, I think you're right, Pete. I think there was certainly something going there. Adam, uh, who give us your MVP for the game if you can pick one. Can I pick Todd Bowles? Because no. that guy, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolute master. Bold, salute yeah. That was amazing. Oh, if you can't pick an individual defensive player, pick the guy you schemed it all up. Tell you, for every other team who struggled to play against Kansas City this year, and you know Tyree Gill running riot on everyone, we contained every single one of their weapons. Masterful, masterful plan. And while you while you're on Todd Bowles, I think you need to give Byron Leftwich similar mm. recognition. Mm. Yes. They they jointly would be my MVP. And again, I think the the symptomatic of the Bucks and the way they're viewed by the league and the press. No respect. One interview yeah. by Bowles. No one wants to speak to Leftwich for a head coaching job. I've very quickly indulged me. There's a quick quote from a Yahoo columnist, Shalise Young. Uh, talking about the post-game interviews. One of the biggest nights of Byron Leftwich's life, he couldn't even get basic respect. At the start of his post-game Zoom media availability, the NFL PR person moderating called him Brian, not Byron. Leftwich corrected him and there was no apology. Then the first reporter to ask a question asked about the defence, apparently thinking that Leftwich was Todd Bowles. Leftwich stared off to the side as he processed his being asked what his game plan was for slowing down Mahomes. He laughed and said, I had nothing to do with that. That was Todd. And again, no apology. Wow. That's, that's outrageous. No respect. And, and, but that's been the story of the Buccaneers season, hasn't it? We, ha- the, the, we have been underestimated, labelled the underdogs, and everyone on this team, coaching staff, players, have really proved everyone wrong. Everyone wrong. Even Can now, I... there's league power rankings being published the day after the Super Bowl, and the Bucs yes. are fifth. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what? what we we'll continue. continue. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just say one thing here. I, one thing was on with the on Good Morning Football after the uh, after the the day after the event. One of the uh, presenters of the program said, so said something that, that somebody took for us as a club and everybody. He said, one thing about the Buccaneers is so much fun, so approachable. He said, you know, and he just said, and he looked at the camera and said, my message to the Buccaneers, just please stay the way you are. Stay, stay the club that you are, the friendly, the friendly, approachable, easygoing club that you've always been. And to me, <clears throat> I thought, well, that just sums them up. To a T, absolutely. Oh, it, it, I mean, it, it, I mean, look at look at the uh, discussions that many of us members have had with various people at, at the Bucks on social media via emails. The way they help us out, Phil. Great, great point. Absolutely, Tim. Uh, you wanted to make a point as well, did you? Yeah, I, I you know, basically, I just want to say the lack of respect. Just keep it going. You mm-hmm. fly under the radar. Yeah. People respect it. Don't respect you. As a sportsman of limited capabilities and so on, the best way to motivate yourself is not be respected by any of the opposition. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Alex, if and I can just get him. keep that going <laughs> next uh... season as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you see the tweet off Mahomes' mother um, yeah. and so on. You know, there is no respect for anything that the Bucks did on Sunday from the Kansas yeah. City team. Use that as motivation going next year. And, and not just the cheat. Uh, I mean, the Saints players have been very salty. I don't know if anyone's keeping on getting seen that. Uh, right. but is it, oh, it is. It's wonderful, but no respect at all. Ian, uh, yes, you wanted to come in and say something. Yeah, I just wanted to add something. I mean, if 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 we're going to use MVP to stand for most valuable person, and quite mm. rightly we mentioned Todd Bowles and uh, Byron Leftwich, we should not forget Bruce Arians. Of I course. Mean, He's pulled it all together. And, you know, we've talked an awful lot about, rightfully talked an awful lot about Tom Brady. But actually, the Arians-Brady relationship is what has won as this Super Bowl, Mm. uh, not just one person uh, in isolation. It, it, very fair point there, Ian, absolutely. Gary, I'd like to come to you as well, if, if I may. Have you, is there, uh, have you got an MVP or anyone that's uh, player-wise or personnel-wise that you thought really made a difference? Um, well, I think Adam stole my thunder a little bit on the Winfield. I'd, I'd make him MVP just for that. But yes, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I really agree with with what the other guys have been saying. How on earth do you single anybody out? I mean, I'd have given MVP to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization mm. from yeah. the Glazers downwards yeah. right down to the you know the, the tea lady. I know there isn't yeah. a lady this year. But <laughs> it was just a monumental, you know, this is the greatest team sport there is. And this was a great team win. And and quite frankly, um, singling out one person, you know, really disrespects everybody else to a point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, so I, don't, I think it's really hard how you, how you single one person out. It was awesome, an awesome team performance and building through the playoffs if you if you think about it i mean eight games unbeaten for goodness sake no, so a, many a, a franchise record as well a I, franchise I record. Name, if, if we had a team list in front of us now you could go down and 95 percent of those you can show the positive contribution they made yeah during that game and even mccoy who didn't take the field how he's worked the rojo and so on throughout the year you read yeah, how mental good he's shit. been in front of it 
That guy didn't play one down. He didn't make the field. But you can't underestimate the inference somebody of his experience would have behind the scenes. Even just on the bench, he would have been talking to them about, yep. you know, mm. I was looking at this run you did here, if you cut that way, yeah. cut this way. And yeah. yeah, I think that's been the whole way through, is it? The, mentor, the mentorship from the players we've brought in that have, that have been there, done it and seen it, have passed that down. That's just been but, unbelievable. But that, that, that comes from one man, one playing man, and that comes from Brady and his expectation of people around him. When they're talking about him sending out, you know, messages to all the players at 11 o'clock at night telling them what what we're going to do, we're going to win, you just it's unbelievable Well there's that so I'm saying there's that other thing about Brady. They said when they asked him the first thing that he wanted when he signed, he said I want a full list of telephone numbers of all my wide receivers Did anyone see Clyde Christensen's interview last night the quarterback's coach No, or on Pat McAree Yeah, Yeah, I caught a bit of it well, he, he said that touchdown to A.B., Antonio Brown, uh, Brown should have gone to the outside. He ran the route wrongly. He should have cut in and then gone out. But he went out and then cut in. And everyone's saying what a fantastic route he ran. But it was Brady. He said because Brady was so quick, just saw him, saw he took the wrong route, but still nailed it straight into him, right on the numbers, touchdown. And that's the sort of player he is. He's changed everything, the mentality, mm. everything. There's that story about at Green Bay when Mickens was crying because he made the Super Bowl and he gave him a told him off. The job's not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was reading an article about Mickens that when he was at the um, Jags, he was sleeping in his car and then we signed him and now he's just won a Super Bowl. So yeah. He was probably, wow. Jimmy, you can't say why he's crying because he, mm. he had been sleeping in his car only yeah. m- months before. Wow. Awesome. Just for the edit, boys, a sec, just before I forget, can we all have a picture of us doing this? That would be a great... Um, Everyone get your fingers up. Uh, that would be, be a great thumbnail for the video. Yeah. That's the thumbnail. Awesome. Just one thing about Todd Bowles... Yeah, go for David. Obviously, he was going to be interviewed at Detroit, wasn't he? And he turned them down. And, you know, the word on the street is that there's already a game plan that he's going to succeed Arians and move on. So, you know, we don't care. We'll just keep what we've got. We're more than happy with that. Uh, if Todd Bowles is going to become a head coach in the future based on what he's done with this defence, I'm all up for that. Fantastic.